Welcome to Money Freedom for Photographers, where I teach you how to question all your money beliefs, show up and sell your photography, and create a business that feels amazing. I'm your host, Safina Duke. Hi, photographers. Okay, so this podcast is being recorded outside. I think that it's kind of cool because I... I really just, my soul just wanted to like record the podcast outside. My intuition wanted to. And I started thinking, oh, but I need my microphone. And I was like, how am I going to get my microphone out here? And I thought about maybe using my laptop. And I was like (laughs) imagining having to go upstairs and get like the adapter. And just, I was just like, no, I'm not doing that. And I'm not going to sit in my office. It's a beautiful day. So here I am. Hopefully the audio is somewhat decent for being outside and it's just a beautiful day here in indiana gorgeous day (laughs) uv index of nine so yeah let's talk about well one more thing i noticed in the past couple days i have been having like i just was tired and of course my brain wanted to make that a problem like i was super motivated i was just you know really on fire and then One day you wake up and you're not motivated. My husband was out of town. So I was taking care of the kids all by myself, no daycare, and just tired from that. And my brain wanted to make that a problem because I was so used to like feeling like I'm making progress, right? When I'm like motivated and everything. And I kept making that a problem. I kept feeling stuck until today. Here's what happened. I had recorded a Facebook live yesterday about how it was a very vulnerable post. It was kind of like about my story when I was like a teenager kind of coming into adulthood and how I got myself in so much trouble. So if you're friends with me on Facebook, you can go watch that on there. But after I recorded it, I didn't get any comments right away. I didn't get any likes right away. And my brain was freaking out because I was like, I thought this was important to share. I, I felt like I had to get it out. But Afterwards, when you do something like that, when you do something scary, your brain will tell you and be like, oh yeah, that definitely was not the right way to do it. You should just delete it and nobody cares anyways. So they're not even listening. So just delete it like before anybody sees it. (laughs) And so I had all of those things come up. I watched them all come up and thankfully I'm in this amazing program where they teach us how to market really authentically. And I, I just kept reminding myself like, that's what's supposed to happen when you share something scary. And today what happened is that I got a message and this woman reached out and said that she really, really needed that specific message that I had. And she was going through something with her daughter. And I just started crying, honestly, when I heard that message, because I realized that I was trying to get out of the place I was in. I was trying to get from tired to motivated from, you know, defeated and scared to excited and certain. And I was trying to get out of my feeling. And what I realized is that the place that I was in today, which was just kind of like low vibration and sad and whatever, tired, that was the exact place that I needed to be in right now. Because that's the place where I got that message. That's the place where I was helping people. And so that was just... It was amazing to me. Like it takes so much effort 
to get yourself out of this place when you're like, oh, you know, I'm depressed. I'm never going to be motivated again or whatever. It's so scary because you can tell yourself that. You can tell yourself you're never going to be motivated again. But the truth is that you are going to be motivated again. You are going to feel good again. And when you think you're stuck and you think you're just depressed and, you know, like everything's over, that's when you keep yourself in that state for longer. So I really got a good message about being willing to just be in the current emotion that I'm in. I'm working on emotions a lot. Okay, so I just wanted to share that for anybody who has any type of human emotions because we don't all wake up every day feeling great, you know? <laughs> okay, today we're talking about your sales process and I have been noticing a lot of my clients getting stuck at kind of like doing the sales process. And this is something that I got stuck at a lot too. So I'm going to explain to you how I think about my sales processes and how it will help you to not only become a better salesperson, but to serve your clients more. So I think what a lot of us do is we hear people teaching us, right? And they're like, well, if you want the clients to buy wall art, you got to go to their house and, you know, do a consultation before the session. You have to have samples in there. And we start thinking, oh, I want to make higher sales. I better follow the sales process. So what we're doing is we're doing the whole sales process for us, right? We're like, well, I got to do, I got to have higher sales. So I got to offer add-ons. Another example is doing in-person sales. So a lot of people have the mentality that it's your clients want a gallery. They just want it to be easy. They don't want to feel the pressure of having to, you know, purchase a lot from you. They want it to be as cheap as possible. And so when you're in the place where you're shooting and burning and you're not making enough money and you're like, well, I really want to switch to in-person sales, you're gonna, you think that you're doing your clients a disservice. Like you, you kind of think that you're doing worse. (laughs) You're making it worse for your clients, right? Because they're going to have to spend more money with you. They're going to have to do all these other things with you that they didn't have to do before. So what you're doing is you're forgetting that the sales process is actually to be able to serve your clients more. And the reason why you get paid more for that is because you're giving more value out into the world. So we're not talking about just doing the same old thing that you always do and making more money for it. We're talking about honing it in so that your clients get the most out of what you're giving them. So an example would be, you know, we think, oh, charging a little bit is what serves our clients because, you know, our whole mindset in our society is that money is scarce and you have to get the best deal on everything. And if not, you're getting ripped off. And a lot of people have that mindset, especially when you weren't raised buying nice things and having a lot of expensive things around you, right? So you might even have that mindset in your own purchases. What you fail to realize when you are switching to in-person sales is that you're actually giving your clients a way better experience. Now, I know a lot of you might think about this and think, oh yeah, you know, their products are a better experience because they are normally sitting around on a flash drive or sitting around in Dropbox and people will never do anything with it. But I want to offer that there's, there's way more to it than just that because otherwise it can be hard to sell yourself on your own process. And if you're not sold on your own process and why it benefits your client, 
the most for them to do it this way, you're going to have a really hard time getting people to agree (laughs) to work with you, right? Because if you're thinking, oh, it'd be easier for them to just go to a photographer who gives a gallery or, you know, it'd be easier for them to just order the canvas themselves. They'll save so much money. If you're thinking that, you're not going to be able to sell it to your client. So one example is that you may have heard, don't email your price list to your client. Get them on the phone, right? And so once again, when I heard this, I was like, oh, I'm going to make less money if I email them, so I better get them on the phone. I was not thinking at all about my client. I was just like, oh, well, I have to do this to make more money. And of course, when you're in that place, I mean, I keep repeating this, but it's basically just you're going to keep not being able to sell it because you're forgetting the value that it has to your client. So when you're emailing somebody prices, here's what you don't do. You don't have any idea what they actually want. You don't know if they look at your package and they think, oh, you know, I really just wanted an album and all you offer are prints. And they don't know that you have the ability to maybe like order different types of things. They don't know that you have the ability to change around packages for them or customize things for them. So here's the part that you're forgetting. People want to buy the thing that they're inquiring with you about, right? Like if you have a flood in your house and you need a contractor to come out and fix it, let's say, you're not just calling around and hoping that you can just turn them down. You're hoping that somebody feels like the exact right fit for you. You're hoping that they just make you feel comfortable enough, make you feel safe enough to buy from them because you want to get the problem fixed. And so your clients, when they're calling you, they, I think we forget that they want what you have to offer. They want to say yes. But when you don't even take the time to talk to them, when you don't take the time to find out what they really want, you're just going to offer them a very generic type of thing. And so that's one reason why we don't email clients right away, especially when you're not good at selling. Like I always tell people that I got pretty good at selling my last year of business. I was just booking people from Instagram messages, from text messages, all of that stuff. But before then I wasn't good at it. So I had to get my butt on the phone and pick up the phone and call them and talk to them and find out what they really wanted. And Let them form a connection with me. Let them tell me what they're scared of. Let them have space for that stuff to come up because when you're sending an email, it's very impersonal. When you forget that your sales process is for your client, you make it about you and you're much more willing to switch things around to get the sale, right? Because If someone's like, oh, can you only contact me through email or can we skip the in-person consultation? Can we skip the hair and makeup? Like, then you're like, oh yeah, of course I'll do that for you because it's, you think that the process was for you. The process was never for you. The process was never for you to have a better sale. It just ends up also giving you a better sale because you're giving more value to your clients. So my best advice to you would be if you have already purchased a course that teaches you how to do your sales process or you already are part of some sort of a sales process that you're following, number one, stick to it. (laughs) Just stick to it as much as you can. And then number two, you need to take your own time to sell yourself on exactly why 
you are doing this for your clients? How does it serve your clients? How does it not serve your clients for you to skip this part of the sales process? And when I ask my clients this stuff, they sometimes are like, oh, I don't know. That's not an option. (laughs) That's not an answer to the question. You have to figure it out because it'll make it so much easier for you to be consistently, you know, confident in what you're selling. So yeah, one example is hair and makeup. I offered hair and makeup for all of my clients and the only, I only ever made one exception, but I remember at first it was an extra expense and people would be looking to kind of like cut costs and they would ask me, can we just cut out the hair and makeup? I don't need that. And at first I would be like, oh yeah, you know, that's fine. I mean, it's, this is for you, you know, this is, well, I'll just do whatever you want. <laughs> and as I got better, I realized that people don't have the same experience with that hair and makeup. They, especially for my clients, for seniors, it makes them feel so special. It makes them not have to worry about that one extra aspect. It makes them not have to find somebody different to offer it for them. It helps make it more of an experience that's just a longer session it gives them time to get to my studio and to relax and to be a little bit less rushed and hurried like you get before a photo shoot when you're packing all of your things and lastly it makes you feel confident it makes you feel like you've never looked like that good before a lot of especially a lot of my clients you know I thought a lot of high schoolers were really good at doing their own makeup but I was surprised a lot of them told me that they had never known how to wear fake eyelashes before or they just never knew how to do their makeup this way so I learned that it was such a service to them to have that and that their pictures obviously like the editing turned out so much better on my end when I had hair and makeup and so everything just went better and by not offering that I was actually giving a disservice to my clients so that's one thing that I was definitely not sold on at the beginning and then I had to learn how to sell myself on So here are some things that you need to really think about. Why why am I offering this? Why am I doing my process this way? Number one, not telling the price over a text message or not telling the price, you know, over email. Maybe that's part of your process. Number two, doing an in-person consultation before the photo shoot. That was such a service to my clients. At first, I thought I was doing it because I couldn't sell wall art without doing that. (laughs) But then I realized if I don't give them the opportunity to tell me what they're really looking for out of the photo shoot, to plan ahead about that, for me to see their house and to plan their walls, and for me to show them all of my products before the photo shoot, I'm actually just not helping them by doing that. So... If you're offering a consultation in person first before your photo shoot, definitely sell yourself on that. Using hair and makeup, your session fee. You know, what is your session fee? Why do people pay your session fee? Why should someone pay it? How is that serving them? And sometimes the answer is just that they're bought in enough for them to be super excited about it or for them to consider the experience to be such an up-leveling experience for them okay if I want you to think about if you booked a photo shoot with the best photographer in the world and it cost $25,000 how excited would you be how would you show up to that photo shoot 
And how do you think that the results of that photo shoot would go if you were like that? And if the photographer had that standard and that expectation for you versus if you just paid $250 for it, people see so much more value in things that they pay for. Sometimes the answer to why you're priced the way that you are is just because it's more valuable to people. People will see more value when they pay more money for it. If you're doing in-person sales, think about how is that valuable to my client? I would say people don't take the time to do things. People are do people are multitasking all the time. They don't take the time to sit down and order prints. They don't take the time to focus on one thing. Normally they've got, you know, a baby crying in the background and they've got they're at sports events and, you know, like running their kids around or whatever people are doing <laughs> with their time. And they've got people calling and texting them and they have all these things going on in their lives and they don't take the time to sit and think, what am I going to do with these pictures? Why did I get these done? What do I want to do with them? And so you're giving them that service and you're giving them your expertise and your time to help them pick out what they really want, to help them get to the core of why this is so important to them. So if you're offering in-person sales, it's not just for you to get a huge sale, it's for them too. (laughs) And the last thing is that people have so many issues with the pictures or people have so many insecurities and when you're with them you have a chance to talk to them about that you have a chance to tell people that this is one of your favorite pictures or that they actually look amazing in this picture or that if they're insecure about let's say like a blemish or something you can tell them oh that's so easy to fix or if your stomach is hanging over your pants a little bit and it's just a bad angle oh that's so easy to fix You can tell people that when you offer them that service. When you just send them a gallery, they might have a picture that they could have loved and they would just throw it away forever because they didn't like one thing about it. They didn't know how to fix it. So these are just some of the things that you get to offer by giving your clients a more luxury experience and by charging more money. Moral of the story, sell yourself on every single part of your sales process. If you are doing your sales process for you, it's not going to work. If you're doing it to get a higher sale or to sell more albums or to sell blah, 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 it's not going to work. Sell yourself on why is it for my clients? How is this helping my clients? How is this serving my clients? And how is it not serving them for me to not do this? And you can always find reasons if you ask yourself. Sometimes we just don't ask our brains to think this way. And so our brains don't naturally want to find solutions to these things but if you force your brain to sit down and think about it you can find answers to all of it and so my clients that are having a really hard time getting people to be on board with their sales process be on board with maybe spending more with them or going through more hoops you know more more meetings more phone calls all those things this is the reason why so you have to sell yourself first before anyone else will believe in your process as well All right. I hope that was helpful. I will talk to you next week. If you're ready to do this work for yourself and your business, I invite you to coach with me one-on-one. We will spend six months turning you into the person who knows how to create whatever results you want in your life and business. You can sign up for your free consultation at the link in the show notes. 
And if you're enjoying the podcast, you will love our free Facebook community called Money Freedom for Photographers. You can find it by searching for the group on Facebook or also linked in the show notes. We'll see you in there.